I'd like to welcome you to our Wednesday night service, and I want to thank the Lord for working in our hearts during our missions revival. And if you didn't get an opportunity to listen to the messages from Evangelist Daniel Waters, who preached our missions revival this past weekend, I would encourage you to go back and listen to him and his family sing, but also to the preaching of God's Word. And and as this message tonight is going to be a continuation here and maybe a closeout for our missions conference, missions revival, and asking God to continue to work in our hearts as we dedicate ourselves to doing more for Him and trusting Him more so that He'll use us more. And uh, we want to make sure that we're doing all we can to make ourselves available to Him and and be a blessing not only to uh, the Lord but also to others as well as we get the gospel out. And if you'd like to find your place in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, the title of the message is Going Above and Beyond. And until you've met duty, you cannot go beyond duty. And uh, may the Lord help us to be doing what he asked us to do so that we, by faith, we can trust him to go even further uh, for the furtherance of the gospel. That's why God has us here is to get the gospel out and see more people reached for the cause of Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 1 it says, Moreover, brethren, we do you wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, How then in a great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints." And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God, insomuch that we desired Titus that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. Therefore... As ye abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all diligence and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. And this is grace giving, the grace to give going above and beyond our own power, trusting God to do more through us. And you'll never experience verse 7 there where it says abound in everything unless you first go through verse 3 which says beyond their power they were willing of themselves. You see you'll never learn how to ride a bicycle unless you get on a bicycle. I know this is very you know a very elementary illustration but I think it'll prove the point. You can read or get a magazine or something about how to ride a bicycle. You can watch a video on how to ride a bicycle but unless you get on the bicycle you'll never learn to ride or have the satisfaction of riding the bicycle. I learned to trust God and give above and beyond my 
power when I was just a young boy. Uh, I remember as a very young young boy, nine, ten years old, sitting on the front row at a church in Germany to our American military there, and I heard a preacher preach on giving. And as a young boy, I could have heard that message and believed what I heard, but unless I had put it into practice in my life, then I would have never had the satisfaction of seeing God provide for me and do great things for me in this area of giving. You see, there's no age limit in trusting God. There's no age limit in putting your faith in God and just taking God at His word and watching God provide for you. We can use the illustration of the young man that was here, Brother Daniel Waters' son, and how God had put on his heart to do something for him. And he, he was just waiting on God and trusting God to provide the funds for that. And, and through this local church... God enabled us to be able to provide the funds that he needed there, the rest of the money he needed to be able to take this missions trip that God had put on his heart to, to do. And, 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 but he was trusting God. And, and you know, and I, these faithful members here of the churches of Macedonia, they were surrendered to the Lord. Not only had they heard the message, but they put it into practice. And Paul was encouraging the Corinthians to do the same thing. that They, they had put off doing and what God had put in their heart to do. And it'll be real easy to get fired up in a missions revival. It's real easy to get caught up in that moment and, and get all excited about things. But unless you put it into practice now, it'll just be a time, a moment, and, and before you know it, it could be six months down the road, a year down the road, and you're going to look back and say, well, I remember what God spoke to me about. I remember what God put in my heart to do and trust Him for. But here I am now. I just don't, I ain't done nothing. I'm just sitting on it. And you'll never experience to see God provide for you unless you put yourself out there to trust Him. You see, these churches of Macedonia, God had their hearts. And as God pressed on them to give, they just trusted the Lord to supply their own needs. You see, these folks, they, they weren't rich folks. Uh, matter of fact, uh, they, 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 they weren't given out of their abundance. But the Bible says they gave out of an abundant joy. They had joy in giving and, and they even gave, the Bible says, out of their deep poverty. You see, you don't have to be rich to give. You just have to be willing to trust God to supply your need. God is the one that's rich. God is the one that owns the cattle on a thousand hills and you can trust him to provide for you to give to his work. Yeah, before they gave any of their money, the Bible says that they first gave of their own sales to the Lord. Okay, can I just reassure you tonight that God is not after your money, but he is after your heart. And if he's got your heart, then he won't have any problem with everything else that you have. Let's keep reading here. Let's start back in verse 7. Let's read through verse 14. 
Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith, and in utterance, and knowledge, and in all diligence, and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. I trust that you're abounding in some things. Are you abounding in faith tonight? Are you abounding in utterance? Are you abounding in knowledge, and in all diligence, and your love for others toward Christ, the brothers and sisters here in our church? Are you abounding in these things? And then in verse 8 it says, I speak not of command by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others, and to prove the sincerity of your love. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty uh, might be rich. And herein I give my advice. For this is expedient for you who have begun before not only to do but also to be forward a year ago. Now therefore perform the doing of it that as there was a readiness to will so there may be a performance also out of that which ye have. For if there first be first a willing mind it is accepted according to the man hath and not according to that he hath not. For I mean not that other men be eased and ye burdened but but by an equality that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. Our greatest example of giving of someone who go who would go above and beyond uh, is found uh, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, there in verse 9 it says, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that ye through his poverty might be rich. Uh, Paul is encouraging the Corinthians to abound in this grace of giving also. Jesus became poor so that you and I could become rich in Him. He gave it all so that you and I could have everything. Hey, can I just ask you, are you surrendered? Would you compare yourself to Christ tonight and say, hey, where do you measure up in this area of grace giving? Are you first surrendered to Him? Are you available? Are you yielded? Are you willing? Are you busy? I tell you that, are you busy laboring in the harvest? Are we praying? Are you praying for the Lord to send forth more laborers into the field? Uh, God's already put on my heart for next year to, to take on at least five new missionaries next year. Uh, and we support our missionaries at $75. And we, I'm praying, Lord willing, one day we can increase that as well. But $75 and times five, that's $375 a month. Uh, hey, I wonder if ten members... Ten members who are tithing and giving of offerings. I wonder if that ten members could trust God to supply them with $37.50 more a month. A month. I'm talking about a month. That's not even $10 a week. Could you trust God? Could ten people trust God for ten more dollars a week? Because you see, that's all it would take for us to be able to take on at least five more missionaries next year. 
You say, well, that's a lot of money. Well, how about 20 people? I wonder if 20 people could, could simply trust God to provide them $18.75 a month uh, so that we can take on uh, five missionaries uh, uh, next year. That's five more areas of this world that will be hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, because somebody was just willing to trust God for less than $5 a week. Uh, we can trust God and we can get these missionaries on the field. 20 people could trust God for $5 a week. Well, okay, you say, well, man, that's, that's, that's still a lot. You know, I'm on a limited budget. Well, how about this? How about 30 people? If 30 people could just trust God to supply them $9 more a month, that's less than $3 a week. To go above and beyond, beyond your power, to give to missions already above what you're already doing. Hey, we could reach into five more areas next year with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I ask you this? How much is a soul worth to you? We've got a great need here. God has given us a great mission field right here in Myrtle Beach. And, and can I say that God meets the needs of this church. Uh, but but, but can we, we can always do more. Paul was pleading with the Corinthians to just simply trust God in this area of faith, promise, giving. It costs to send out gospel mailers every week. It costs to keep the buses on the road. But the Lord has best blessed us even with another bus. And that's two buses this year that we've been able to add to our routes here. And I thank God for His blessings upon us and how He's provided us with this. And you know, we got folks willing to work to get their CDLs. I thank God for that. But if we're surrendered, if we're yielded, if we give of ourselves first to the Lord and if we're willing then there's no telling what God could do with us and through us far above what we could ever imagine but the first thing that God wants from us is ourselves are you available to him daily if you're not available to the Lord, then right here's where the, it begin, right here's where your giving begins. It starts uh, with yourself. And after that you've given of yourself and you've made yourself available to the Lord, then you can trust God to provide for you to give uh, so that we can become laborers together with God. What are we willing to trust God for in order to get the gospel message out into our community and to help others labor in the fields where God has placed them? You see, faith promise given is simply trusting God to provide you with a certain amount to give to Him for our mission's outreach above the tithe and the offering. And here, here's another good question, a big question. How much of us does God really have? 
What lines have we drawn where we've told God, I'm not going there, or I'm not going to do that, or I'm not going to give of myself, or I, I, I won't give of my finances because I just got too much going on. I, I've got this thing that I do on Monday. I've got this place I go on Tuesday. I've got another place that I go on Wednesday. Hey, would you be willing to give up one of those? I mean, just give up one of those. I mean, if you're on such a tight budget, would you be willing to give up whatever time that is, whatever effort that is, whatever amount of money that is, whether it's $2, $10, $20, would you be willing to give that up for the Lord in order to see somebody get saved? When we do not trust God to provide for us, to give above the tithe and offering and give to faith promise missions, then we're robbing others of what they could have had in Christ. We're robbing people from being able to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. As a church, let's ask God to help us trust Him more so that He'll use us more. In verse 11 here it says, Now therefore perform the doing of it. Now's the time where we got to perform it. We heard the messages. We, we heard the plea. We, we, we heard God compel us to go, to give, to respond to Him, to do something about it. But now's the time to perform it. And the rest of the verse says that as there was a readiness to will, so there may be a performance also out of that which ye have. Let's ask God to help us to be an example to other believers. Or oh, we need God's help. We, we can't do that without Him. At the beginning of this year, by faith, we increased our yearly budget to get the gospel out into our community. Trusting God to help us triple our outreach efforts. God not only has met our level of faith, but He's already doubled the amount that we trusted Him for. We have a wonderful Christmas-themed gospel mailer that's been designed that we're going to be sending out here, Lord willing, starting the first part of November. And I pray that God will bless these efforts. And, and Lord willing, we'll be able to reach that, that goal of 100,000 gospel mailers in our community this year. But you know, there's so many more opportunities that we can pray about and ask God to help us and have a greater impact on our community Maybe tonight you just need to dedicate yourself more to God. Would you be willing to give God more of yourself, seeing that He gave it all for you? Would you make yourself more available? Would you make your time and resources available to Him? Maybe you just simply need to determine that you're going to invest more in eternity. You know, they say you can't Take anything with you when you leave. And that's physically speaking, materially speaking, you, you cannot. When you pass out, when you pass away, then that's it. But you can lay treasures up in heaven. You can invest in eternity. And those are things that you can take with you. But not only that, 
you'll leave an example for others to follow. An example for others to be encouraged by. Wouldn't it be good if the Lord tarries and we don't go by the way of the rapture, but we go by the way of the grave. That those who come to our, our funeral will say that person gave of their time. They gave of their talents. They gave of their treasures to the Lord. That person was an example of the believers in this area of grace given. Thank you.